So my name is Lindy Wembanza and we're doing a podcast on hairline issues and how um, it affects women, uh, black women in particular. Um, some may say it affects their self-confidence, some may say, I mean, I don't care. Um, and with me, I've got three beautiful ladies who are going to share um, their journey with us. I've got Veronica Mahwari, I've got Asive Mabula, and I've got Nazneem Fries, right? And just to start things off, ladies, um, I'll start with, uh, when did you start noticing the damage to your hairline, if you have any issues uh, with your hairline? I'll start with Veronica. Well, for me, it started when a colleague at work uh, made fun of me. Um, in front of everyone, mm-hmm. they kind of just looked at me. They were like, you know, girl, your hairline, you know, issue. like outline, yeah, like outlawed. And I mean, I tried to just sort of pretend like I I didn't know what was going on, you know. And then I I went home and I looked and I was like, I actually okay. don't have a hairline. Sure. And Asibe, I've never had problems with hairline. Uh, because I know that you shouldn't be braiding your hairline in the first place. But you've got your hair braided. Yeah, so you don't braid like the very small bits here in front. You leave that section and then you start braiding from there backwards. Sure, Nazneem? Girl, it's been a struggle since the beginning of time. Let me tell you. <laughs> Girl, at this point, I don't know what to do anymore. Mm. <laughs> but when when did you start noticing the damage to your hair? Your hairline, rather? Sure. Um, it's been a few years. I would like to say like three years. And I've been trying to get that for three years now. Sure. So yes. what is, was it a thing of your hair was uneven or it just wasn't there? Like No, you'd notice if you look at my hair, sure. you'd see that it's actually very thin here in front. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm not sure if it's making bolas and stuff like that. Tightening my hair. Tight. Too tight. Okay, cool. Um, Asive, what do you think contributes to ha- hairline issues? Uh, as Nazneem, uh, Naz, sorry, Nazneem. Nazneem just said, if you tighten your hair like too tight, then your hair sort of starts retreating and breaking here at the front. So I think protective hairstyles that are too tight, and there are some hairstyles that are quite damaging. So if you do like really thin braids, those sort of things can start breaking your hair as well. So Veronica, what what... So Asiva says braiding um, your hair too tight contributes yeah. to hairline issues. What was the first thing, or rather, what was the type of braiding that you did that actually... Yeah, that stole my hairline. That stole your hairline. Yeah. And, and, you know. <laughs> so for me, like it was, it was like a, a thin braid, like it was a thin braid. And then uh, my hair was a little bit short at the time. So where my hair stopped, we kind of like stopped braiding. And then you'd let it sort of be loose. I think they call it yaki. Yeah, yaki. Yeah, braid. so... That was it. The worst part is that they were long. Mm. And like I said, I keep my hair for like a good two, three months. So the older it got, just the more damage it caused because now the the hair piece would then clutch together. It would pull. I'd end up having to do buns because it's just a mess. And that would just tug at it. And then as well, I think one of the contributing factors that sometimes we forget is also just us as, you know, as, as women, when we tie our hair, when we sleep, you know, they always say, oh my gosh, you silk. And it's like, no one has time for that. Yeah. You know, just give me an old pantyhose. Give me a yeah. pantyhose. That actually pulls your hair. Yeah, even your pillowcases. Your pillowcases. So I actually, I think 
by the time my colleague decided to call me out, yeah. <laughs> I could have prevented it. But I think because of the kind of pillowcase I slept with and my, you know, and my um, my duke, you know, when I went to sleep, it just helped sort of just eat away. And then I'd wake up in the morning and those thin braids would just fall off. Sure. <laughs> so out of your scalp. Yes. <laughs> Staying with you, Veronica, did you try to cover it up once you once your colleague pointed it out to you like, oh gosh, I can't walk out the house? I couldn't. couldn't. I couldn't cover it up. Um, I, I, I personally also, like, I was just like, well, it is what it is. Mm. Um, but honestly, I, I really couldn't cover it up. The only thing that I could do, obviously, was take out the, you know, the braids, mm. uh, see the damage for what it was, which was really bad. And then, you know, live a, live a Duke-friendly life. Yeah. And Nazneem, do you think um, hairline issues contribute to one's self-confidence? But of course. Okay. Don't nobody want to be seen with no hair in front? Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah I'm about, like she just said, mm. duke-friendly life. Mm. Put that duke on all day, every day. Mm-mm. I think the worst part is the fact that it's right in front. It's the first thing you yes. know. It's the first thing you <laughs> know. It's the first thing I know. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I already have a big forehead. No? Sure. Now, Same. Now I put no hair in front. Oh, yeah, it you're going to look like someone's A nine head. Uh-uh. So, you know, there's uh, derogatory terms like impandlane and mm. so on. Um, how do you guys feel about that? You know, I guess impandlane is something that people can't change. You know, when you have... I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and get some and implants, no? You really could. Well, not everybody can afford those implants, you know. Um, so, what do you, what do you guys make of that? And people make fun of people's hairlines. I mean, like the same experience that Veronica yeah. had with the colleague that made fun of her hairline. Um, do, do you not think those terms break other people? Absolutely. And I think the worst part is that it comes from women who literally understand the same struggle. struggle. You know, it's not like it's some person who doesn't, you know, understand what can contribute to hairline loss. It's someone that knows and they can sort of live the same experience, but they're still out there calling you out, you know. Um, and, and really affecting your self-esteem, which does nothing, I think, also just for our case as women to defend uh, black hair. Mm-hmm. It's already a very difficult thing in, within the industry just to find a shampoo, you know. Yes. So now let's, you know, make each other feel even worse um, about not sympathizing with, with our hairline. I see now, Veronica, you've braided your hair yeah. and you've got what we call straight back. Yeah. Did you make sure that when they braid your hair, they don't braid it to the... So it's actually, yes, so I, 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 you know, black hair is very interesting, or just African hair rather, is is, is very complicated. Uh, There seems to be a science to it, (laughs) an unspoken science. So the lady that did my hair, you know, she recognized like, okay, you've got a hairline problem. So she did my hair in such a way that she didn't actually... Um, affect the hairline Mm. but at the same time was able to gather the hair so that it was neat Mm. and as soon as it came to the front she became a little bit looser in terms of you know gathering or plaiting the hair um, than she would at the back where it was just a lot tighter so it also just takes someone who really knows hair sure and how do you take care of your hairline now Nesneem let me pose that question to you um, I think just getting somebody who knows how to take care of your hair definitely and you as a person need to learn how to do that too. Um, I think if you find that person, go wherever they are. There's no uh, And Asiva, you say you've never had hairline issues, right? So what what did you do to keep your hairline so strong? Um, besides not braiding it like did you use any certain products or maybe you don't go to the salon, your mom does your hair? Uh, you I think the the key thing is that you need to moisturize it. Because mm-hmm. the minute you have dry hair it starts breaking. Mm-hmm. So whatever oils, natural oils, so your coconut oils, they work, your Jamaican castor oils, they work 
really well in terms of maintaining your hair strength. So I just think you should invest oh. in hair oil. Yes, girl. Um, and are you ladies investing in hair oils? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And just going back to what she said about the oils, I think when you do, you should be conscious about like actually massaging your scalp yeah. so it allows for growth because you want the new hair to come back. Sure. And I think also consistency is a thing. How often do you need to moisturize your hairline and... I mean, I think it depends on, like, your hair texture and how dry it is. Some people have really dry hair, and so then every day you have to do that. But, I mean, once every two days should be fine mm. if you have normal type hair. Yeah, and, and, and I think also the the homemade, um, like, lifestyle, I think it's great, you know. Get a banana, get, a, get an avocado, put eggs. some honey in your hair, eggs. Like, um, these sort of natural products really are helpful, but yeah. food is expensive. That's also this another thing. Also, being natural. Oof. Yeah, natural hair products are actually quite expensive. That's and that's something people don't talk about. Yes. They just encourage you. Be natural. They don't tell how much it costs. Thank you so much, ladies.